Hey guys, welcome to a new episode of Dream Green. In today's episode, I'll be talking about coral. I'm really excited for this episode because I love corals so much and I could literally talk about them all day. <laughs> I originally got interested about them after getting the opportunity to snorkel in a reef and I noticed how dull the colors were and I knew this wasn't normal because I had seen so many images on the internet of beautiful, colorful, healthy coral and I knew this wasn't right. So I researched it and learned a little bit more about bleaching and global warming's effect on coral reefs and the animals that rely on them. I then watched Chasing Coral, a documentary about global warming's effects on coral reefs, and I learned a lot from that documentary. Last year, I got involved with a company called Santa Cora, which is involved in coral restoration, and I got the opportunity to speak to the director of Chasing Coral, Jeff Orlowski. That was so cool to talk to him and hear about all of his cool stories of the filming process of all of his major documentaries. He had some really unique insights on eco-anxiety, and a bunch of different topics as well. I can go all day about how cool of a guy he is, but I wanted to get into the episode. Corals are animals related to jellyfish and sea anemones. Groups of coral form coral reefs that provide a quarter of the ocean species with food and shelter. This is a remarkable statistic considering that corals cover just a tiny fraction of the Earth's surface of less than 1%. Coral reefs are also very important to people because the value of coral reefs is enormous. They provide as much as 172 billion US dollars each year providing food, protection of shorelines, jobs based on tourism, and even more medicines. Unfortunately, even though corals provide so much for humans, people pose the greatest threat to corals. Overfishing and destructive fishing, pollution, global warming, changing ocean chemistry, and invasive species are all taking a huge toll. In some places, reefs have been entirely destroyed. And in many places today, reefs are a pale shadow of what they once were. Corals are also notoriously hard to grow and take a really long time to get full size. It's estimated that it takes around 10,000 years for a reef to form out of a group of larvae and can take 100,000 to 3 million years to fully form. Recently, however, humans have harnessed a new method of growing coral that is much, much faster. This technique was invented by Dr. David Vaughan, and I got the chance to be on a Zoom call presentation with him where he explained his new method. It's called microfragmentation. He made this discovery when a small coral specimen broke off from a larger one in the lab and he kind of forgot about it, only to discover after a few weeks how big it had gotten in such a short amount of time. He discovered that if you break off fragments of corals, they grow much faster to account for the loss. Dr. David Valgon has now created his own organization, Plant a Million Corals Foundation, to further focus on his conservation technique. 
It was amazing to speak to him and asking him questions about his discovery and his presentation really gave me hope for the future of coral reefs. Maybe this is the key to saving corals around the world, ultimately saving countless species from extinction and helping humans as well. I know this episode was kind of brief and there is so much more to cover on this topic. I just wanted to cover some really interesting recent green news lately. I will definitely cover this topic again in more detail. Without further ado, here are some wild news stories. My first news story is that an international team of researchers believes that they have made an incredible discovery an entirely new population of blue whales in the Indian Ocean. These new whales share their own signature song, a slow, deep ballad that is different from any other whale song. Little is known about the blue whale songs, though it's believed to help males attract mates. The Indian Ocean is smaller than the Atlantic and Pacific Oceans, which restricts the whale's habitat. Researchers hope that the finding will draw attention from conservationists so they can help keep the whales safe. This next news story is incredible. Scientists have recently discovered a dwarfed Nubian giraffe in a Ugandan national forest. The giraffe named Jimli had a long neck like other giraffes, but its legs were much shorter. It's believed he has dwarfism, a condition that affects bone growth. It's really rare to see in wild animals. Scientists came to the conclusion that the giraffe has dwarfism after coming across a giraffe named Nigel three years later that also was shorter than most giraffes. Giraffes are the tallest mammals on Earth and can grow to an average of 16 feet. Jim Lee stood just over 9 feet tall, and Nigel, who lives in a farm in Namibia, measured 8.5 feet tall. Both are adult males. The discovery was announced in an article the researchers published just a few months ago. One of the scientists said the initial reaction was disbelief, and I think I would have that too. When you see a picture of these two giraffes compared together, it is actually insane. The octopus is known for its intelligence, but its cousin, the cuttlefish, is pretty smart too. Scientists of Taiwan recently found that the cuttlefish has a remarkable ability to remember and make a choice. Cuttlefish live throughout the world's oceans, and different species range in length from less than 2 inches to about 3 feet. To learn more about their intelligence, the scientists studied the animals in a tank in a lab. They gave cuttlefish the choice of entering an area with one shrimp, which they eat, or an area with no shrimp. If the cuttlefish entered an area with one shrimp, they got another smaller shrimp as a reward. Then the team let the cuttlefish choose between entering an area with one shrimp or an area with two shrimp. You might think that the animals would choose the area with more shrimp, but instead, the cuttlefish that were trained to get a reward chose the area with one shrimp. This demonstrated that the fish remembered what they had learned and acted as a result. 
It's another example of how animals possess intelligence in ways that we have yet to fully understand. And that is all for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, please follow the podcast. Check out my blog at daretodreamgreen.com and follow at dreamgreenteens on Instagram. Until next time, don't forget to dream green. Bye!